Welcome What up? to the Habits of the Few. What we got for them? Where we discuss habits, rituals, and mindset tactics that you can use to reach your version of success. Yeah. And now, here's your host, Mona Bolfi. My dad would roll up in this big-ass old truck full of trash, right? Because after school... You have to go over there to the landfill and dump the trash that the you know the guys put in the truck, and I'd be like, "Damn, who's who's like who's that rolling up over here?" Because your friends are right there, and then my dad would roll roll the window down, and he'd be like, "Hey, come on, let's go. It's time to go to work." I'm like, "Ah, fuck, that's me," you know. So I would jump in that beater, and then we'd go, uh, you know, uh, dump the truck, you know, three three forty five while the while um, you know everybody else is hanging with the friends that's what i did for years that's what i did for years so in fact that's how i paid for my school started doing like you know better like electrical jobs cleaner stuff so um you know it was it was a, a you know a story of struggle pretty much uh like you see in a lot of the entrepreneurship can i pause you real quick right there yeah. before i continue your story because it's just yeah. really really important i think the the biggest contributor to Success, and I don't specifically mean entrepreneurial success, just success in the fact that you develop some form of grit. Like where, where the fuck do you see grit in today's society? It's, it's totally, and I, and, and I hate sounding so like one-sided and biased, but it, it like you and I, man, like I'm with you. Like it was a struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I was working illegally when I was 14 years old, pumping gas in the middle of the night. Like after school, like, yeah. you know, anything you could do, I would get, my uncle would pay me under the table. I, you know, it was, it was a lot of money to me at the time. And, and it's like, you know, these kids nowadays, man, like they're, if, if they have to just do school and academia, it's a stress point. And it's like, they completely have to disconnect and they have no energy, no tenacity or will to really propel themselves into moving forward. And I hear a lot of mixed messages from other people that are far more successful than I am that have attributed their success to, to the complete opposite. They were just raised in, in an environment that established you know, academia and, and discipline, but the grid aspect wasn't there. So like, I guess my, my question to you is like, what, what is the, like our formula is grit, tenacity, will, and discipline, but like, can you, can you be successful without having a little skin in the game? Like, honestly, you, you know, so this is the thing. Uh, and it's, it's a great question, Mo, because the reality is when you have um, a, a society that has, like I said, 10th place trophies, participation awards, um, you don't get a chance to get slammed in the face. You don't get a chance for to suffer with that pain because that pain makes you learn if you want to push through or not, right? So I think that you can be an academic, right? You could be in that, that lifestyle, but to actually build something massive, right? It does take grit because it's not as easy as taking a test or doing good on your scores, right? It's not as easy as that. Uh, when it comes to building a big business, uh, you know, you, you, you see some of these things happen sometimes where entrepreneurs are like, damn, if I really knew what it took, I probably wouldn't have done it, but you're too deep. You're already too deep. Uh, 
So some of these skills that require you to build a big team, uh, require you to build a big mission, requires you to fail so that you can know that you could push through to the next, the next thing and the next thing because your, your business might need to pivot. Your leadership needs to grow, right? And that's where grit comes in. Uh, somebody leaves you, right, um, in, in your business. Maybe you're, you're number two. Uh, or you get scammed, uh, you know, if you're not really taught to survive that kind of shit, then it's going to be super tough on you. So, so uh, it, it, I, I don't think that you could build something crazy good, something crazy big, just only by your studies. You got to have some semblance of thick skin. Yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, you you'd have you you would have had to bleed a little bit in your life to to know how to overcome it. I mean, that's why I think failure is so necessary in life because without it, what, what do you have to show for it? Like you can't just go from making no money to making a hundred million dollar a year company. It doesn't work that way. No, no, not not at all. So there's a thing for and and for me uh, to transition from you know now now I have you know, uh, uh, successful, you know, eight figure plus business, right? Uh, 75 employees. Uh, you know, I have a real estate holding company, about 30 million in, in uh, multifamily assets, right? Um, and, you know, big team. But the, the reality is uh, how the, the, the ordinary person like myself coming into this country, uh, not speaking English, and then putting yourself through school because let's just say like college and like the college fund it's not a thing mm -mm. it's not an option right so either you pay for it yourself uh, I had three jobs I would do whatever at night uh, also when I started the business you know anything from like coding uh, building web pages to like um, you know electrical jobs on the weekends because they pay good you know that that's what I did even even after I started the business, because if you need a, like a nice pop of money, I, I knew how to get it. Uh, but th there's a few, a few skills that are required. And at the beginning, you know, maybe your sleep's not going to be the priority, right? It's going to be like, uh, all right, well, if I could fit, uh, you know, four hours of programming at night, uh, I think I was billing like 130 bucks an hour by, at, at that time to some specific clients. I'm like, dude, I, I could make some bills with mm -hmm. this, right? And then, and then from there, you start thinking, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, start building a team, somebody to help me. Can I, can I? Is this venture really gonna make it? Because remember, a lot of us start businesses uh, because it's something that we like, or or we fall in love with, or it's a passion, or it's a hobby that you like. But do you think, or do you know that it's really gonna make it? Most of us don't. Uh, so at the beginning, this is the, the question that I get all the time, Mo. It's like, hey, uh, uh, how, how'd, you, how'd you start this? Why? What was the vision and the mission behind starting it, right? Uh, did you love it and all that? I'm like, hey, at the beginning, it's like, can I make some money at this to survive? I didn't really love anything. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a passion, right? It becomes a passion years later when it's the thing that's feeding you and, and then you, you create another mission, 
Plus, you also you don't realize that you actually become good at that thing. Yeah. Yeah. You become good at the thing. Right. So if there's a lot of, you know, and and trust me, I'm always like learning. Right. So now for me, it's about like, how can I become good and better and a better leader uh, to my team? Right. Um, But at the beginning, you're not even thinking about that. You're like, all right, well, uh, you're getting good at the craft of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. not really yet getting good at being a leader you're not getting good at uh you know what you're supposed to be doing as the top guy you're kind of in the weeds and that was that was me for years you know so uh, i think those are key things that that anyone that's building something has to understand you got to do something um, that you can make money at and then you can repeat it and then even if you don't love it if it, it starts bringing value to others you'll like Trust me, you will love something when you're bringing value to some someone else and you're making money at it and you're able to build like generational wealth that you could not do. For example, me in Mexico, that that nobody in my family could even think of how to help me do it because we don't we don't have that learning. I'm curious, you know, I also come from an immigrant family. My wife does as well. She's Mexican, Puerto Rican. So I get it. I'm Lebanese. and I understand that perspective. Not everybody does. So, so my question is, is that, did you get a lot of pushback from your immigrant family? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So you're going to, anyone that's an entrepreneur that's building something big is going to get pushback from the immediate friends, immediate family in your circle is going to be smaller and smaller. Yeah. And you have to take that. You have to say, hey, look, this is the vision. Um, you know, if you can't get behind me, it's cool. You don't have to be a dick about it, right, to your to your friends or family. But you do start hanging out with bigger mentors that can help you push through. Um, you know, for example, my, my, even in, in my family, uh, when I come over to my mom's house and, and all that, you know, she knows they're not going to be talking negative stuff because uh, it, it, it typically can go like that. Right. Because, hey, look, if I'm going to be around, um, you know, I, I want to talk about positive things. You know, there's always negativity. Uh, so let's skip it. And, and they know. Totally. It just it ruins. It just completely like this distorts everything you know your way of thinking and and your perspective and you don't think so because it's subconscious but it does hinder you over some time uh what was the so like for me i remember i got a lot of pushback for years till finally one day i i got a check in the mail for ten thousand dollars and and my family saw it and they're like um we're proud of you like what did you do i'm like the shit that you've been telling me not to do you know, for years. So like, that was a, that was a pivotal moment for me. Was there something, was there a moment in time, whether it be financial or, or what have you that like your family was like, wow, like you're onto something. Like they finally start to see, you know? Yeah. I mean, like one, one thing, for example, that, that I did as soon as possible is just, you know, retired my folks and, you know, care of their, their monthlies uh, stuff. Right. So you know, let's just say that in my family, you we didn't really have that uh, pat on the back, um, you know, mentality that, oh, you're doing a great job mentality. You know, it, it was just not there. My dad didn't get it from his, his yeah. uh, upbringing. You know, uh, my dad's dad didn't get it, right? So they didn't know where to pull from to say those kind of things, right? So 
to me, I, I did it for my own learning, for my own experience to say, hey, look, I'm doing valuable things in the, in the market for people, for, for my family. So, so like, you know, I give myself a pat on the back, you know, like, like uh, you see sometimes that, that Snoop video, that's like, I want to thank me. Yeah. Uh, you have to do that because you don't do that for a well, long you, time, you know? <laughs> you got to, you got to. Yeah. I mean, I, I still get pushback now because I've like transitioned, you know, industries like I can't even tell you how many times, but just in the last like three years, I've switched things up because I built the thing that has made me money. And now I want to build a thing that can make me money. And I'm also passionate about, yeah. you know, so it's just like, well, what are you doing that for now? Because you've already like do the thing that's, you know, putting a roof over your family's head and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's a constant shift. And it's like, God, now we're going back to square one. Um, you know, going back to your story real quick, I, um, so you put yourself through school and you were going through, you were basically going against the grain, right? Everything around you is basically saying, don't do this. This isn't the thing that you need to do to support yourself. This is, this is the tried and true way. Let's do it this way. But you're like, nope, I'm going to create my own path. I'm going to pave my own path. I'm going to go this way. So, so after you put yourself through school, did you immediately dive into, hey, I'm starting like these side businesses when I have these four hours here, three hours here, or, or and, and developing these skills? Or did you like start working for somebody and start to acquire these skills? So um, I, I always like was doing something, right? Let me, start, let me start this thing over here. There you go. So I'm, I'm always like, like, I remember uh, I was go- I was going through school. Uh, I was working construction from 6 a.m. to 3. And then a friend and I would take turns because uh, our, our school was 5 to 10, 10.30 at night. So we had to go to Anaheim for that. It's about a, in, in traffic, it's about an hour. So we would take turns. Uh, I would sleep one day on the way to school. And then he would sleep another day on the way to school. And that's how we would do it, right? Um, and, and uh, uh, you know, as soon as I, I remember, even through that time, I was doing like odd, odd things here and there on the weekend. I would like from the regular job, uh, you know, because uh, in, in the regular job, it's like, you know, I was helping my family, right? So it's not like you're getting paid a lot because uh, that's just how it is. It's like, hey, you know what? You, you got to help pay the rent, this, this and that. That, that's kind of the, um, you know, what, what everyone did, everyone did in the family to, to keep the bills going. Right. So. Yep. That or uh, send money back home. If your yep, family's not here. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So then uh, from there, I will now need money for me. So I got to do stuff on the weekend Sundays. Um, and then at night I would always do like, oh, I'm going to build a computer, you know, and then sell it uh, and build a computer and sell it to someone. Uh, you know, I was doing that like, ever since I got my hands around the first computer, right? So that's where I knew like new tech is my thing. It's not gonna be like construction. I mean, I, I learned a lot, uh, you know, I'm using my skills in construction now in my real estate business, right? But I'm like, dude, this is, this is hard work. I'm gonna, you know, learn tech. So I went to school for electronics, uh, engineering and, uh, you know, computers. And that's, that's what I did, right? So I always did odd, odd jobs. Um, and, and to make a buck, right? So, so I, I understood early on that you, you need to trade value for money uh, in order to make more than you could in your hourly, 
um, and 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 uh, so as soon as I graduated, I started looking for jobs, and it was a mission, you know. And and plus, you're graduating, you know, as a tech, um, and you know, you're you're pretty much starting from zero. You're starting from zero minimum wage, you know. Yeah, I, I think I think. I, just sorry to interrupt you, but I think everybody that's listening right now, probably the thing that you just said probably went over everybody's heads. You learned early on that you got to trade value for money in order to make more money. What do people mostly do? They trade time. Yep. For money. Trade. I think that's fucking huge. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great takeaway. A hundred percent. So when, when you start doing that, then you can know you can have some leverage, right? You can have leverage. So, uh, you know, I went to countless interviews, you know, um, all the way to like the Inland Empire, LA, all these things, right? Um, I was, I graduated, I think I was 19, 20, uh, around there. I finally got hired somewhere in Irvine. Um, they were doing uh, technology for hotels, right? So, uh, so I was involved in that kind of stuff. You know, when you stay in a hotel room and you use the printer downstairs, uh, fax machine back in the day, uh, computer, and even in-room internet. Uh, so we developed technology to charge guests for it, swipe your credit card, uh, or enter your credit card in your room and pay for internet, right? So, um, you know, people who hate paying for internet hotels, you're, wel you're welcome, because those are the, the things that, you know, I was part of developing early on. And so one of the things that I noticed, and I didn't know at the, uh, you know, I started realizing it like in the, in these last few years, Mo, is that, uh, and it's important takeaway, what people think is hard work. Uh, to me, it was like, man, this is easy. This stuff is easy. Uh, sometimes people think, hey, you know what? I'm working so hard, but what are you comparing that to? Uh, what are you comparing that to? And that's why right now it's, it, to me, when you when there's a challenge, I I related to I remember like digging ditches in the summer, you know, with a shovel. I remember, you know, uh, doing roofs. I remember uh, being inside attics or underneath homes. Uh, and like, dude, that's hard work. When you're sitting behind a desk and you got to reply to some emails or you got to like, you know, hop on some some. Uh, you know, interviews and all that, or, or lead the team, dude, that's so easy. Or you have a, a, a challenging problem, like, dude, you're in an air-conditioned place. It's like nice, you know, it's super nice. So uh, one, of the, one of the tips for success is like, you really got to look at what hard work really is. And then from there, you can start making some judgments. And then everything that you do on a day-to-day -day will seem easier. I, I agree. And I think it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice blend of the two. It's understanding that you got to work hard. You got to have the grit and the discipline, but at the same time, you got to have the emotional intelligence, but also like the academic intelligence, like the things that you are trying to master as a skill, like coding or electronics or computer engineering or whatever it is that you may be, if you're a nutritionist or whatever. So you have to have that 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 academic type knowledge in order to you know b further your career but without the piece of hey you got to actually work hard you got to put in time you got to put in the hours sometimes the sleepless nights are going to have to kick in otherwise you, you're just going to be 
as good as the average person. And if you're trying to earn an extra average income, then, you know, it, it has to match, right? Otherwise it's, it's just, it, it, it doesn't prove, it doesn't turn out to be the way that you think it is in your head, you know? Yeah. Like, so and I think that's the biggest miscommunication. I think that's the piece that uh, in today's society is like, well, I'm just going to go do X, Y, Z four years here, four years there, and I'm going to get my degree and I'm going to work, you know, and I'm going to make the money. But I can't tell you, I come from a family of medical field. I can't tell you how many of them failed yep. and, and, or it's taken them almost three times as long because it's just the, the will for, for tenacity is just not there. Yeah. A hundred percent. So <clears throat> it's, it's, uh, it's that part that you, you really have to start looking, uh, honestly at what you're doing right so this is another thing is i'm i'm uh, you know completely transparent and i'm with myself and honest with myself right so for example i know when i put in a basic day um and i know when i hustle and i don't lie to myself and say hey you know what oh man i'm grinding i'm grinding i look at results right uh, you know, one of our core values is results, right? So I have to look at, I'm like, what results did we get in the organization for the day, right? At 501, I get my numbers. Uh, so I'm focused on that. Did, did, did we achieve our results that we were looking for for today, right? Um, and, and I'm, you know, when, when I'm completely transparent and, and when you can be honest with yourself, it makes it easier. Because you could say, hey, you know what? Um, actually, maybe I can achieve this a same amount of work in four hours, two hours, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then hang out, do the things I want to do. I was just about to say that. I've done more work in three hours time than I have in 12. Yeah, 100%. And for example, me, uh, I did it many years of, of like, you know, low sleep and all that. And for example, I know 100% I need my sleep. Otherwise, I'm useless. Right? And And so... I get my eight hours, I uh, get up in the morning. I don't check email, social media, none of that stuff is for me. Um, and, and, you know, I've been doing that for about a year now. Um, and it's it transformed because it helped me visualize what needs to happen. Uh, and that's one of the true powers of doing big things, having big. Uh, uh, so so there's, there's two tips for that, all right, that I use. So number one, the visualization of what the, big thing that you want and what you want to achieve for example for for us we empower business owners globally to thrive with our print on demand solutions uh, and we want to create a billion dollar organization you know alongside 3000 team members that are impacting 1 million creators out there right so the the big some 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 might say unattainable visions and goals but it helps you pull through to any of the daily BS that you're gonna go through to your business. So one, have visualize a great, big target, big mission, right? So that you know what you're doing. Are you writing it down? Yeah, I'm writing it down. I have my goals in the morning that I, that I look at, uh, you know, and this lear- learning from mentors, you know, Brandon Dawson, Grant Cardone, one of my biggest mentors, in those in those uh, you know areas of, for example, real estate, Grant Cardone, number one, uh, and then you know scaling and building a business, Brandon Dawson, number one, right there. And uh, I look at those goals, I look at those targets, uh, and then visualize you know getting there, 
you know, um, because once once you have that bigger vision and mission, it, it, it really helps you push through. When you say, hey, a mom of two is making 45 grand a month from home, selling, you know, it's wine o'clock shirts and having a great time with her kids and they're using your products to do it, it fires me up, you know. We, we, we just had a dinner with some clients in Florida and, you know, uh, another customer, she's like, Hey, I'm leaving, living my dream. I could be with my kids at home. I print shirts, uh, and, and I don't have to be tied to a schedule. They don't need to have a nanny and like, you know, with tears in her eyes, she's saying how this product's changing her life. Right. So I want to create customs, you know, like I want to create countless stories like that. And, you know, I need to do it by having that big vision. I love it. If you can give, if you can give the listeners right now, one piece of advice um, and, and just so you give you perspective, uh, 90% of our listeners are between the ages of 25 and 30. Yeah. So if you can give them one piece of advice to, to help them at least push them into the right direction of whatever it is their goals and their plans are, what would that be? And I know it's such an open-ended, generic no, no, it is, there's, there's one key element, right? Uh, who are your mentors? Who are you looking up to? Have they actually done the work that you want to do? That's a big one. Because, you know, um, my overnight success took 16 years, right? And And to build something big. And the reality is you have... Uh, all these coaches and influencers and, and online, uh, they're 19, 20, uh, showing the baller lifestyle, mm-hmm. but they haven't done shit. So you got to look at like, you know, the reality of a real business with real people, real brick and mortar products, real uh, problems, uh, real successes. It takes time and it takes patience. Uh, everybody trying to be rich uh, quick. Right. I'm trying to be like generational. I'm trying to build generational wealth for sure. Uh, not quick. So maybe I could have done it quick if I was, uh, you know, in a different time. But remember, there's no Instagram when I started. There's no Facebook. There's none of that stuff. Um, and it's more like pick up the phone and call. I, I'm with you. You know, I, I learned the hard way that money that comes fast doesn't last. And that's just the reality. And maybe you're smarter than me and you can, but from my experience and the people that I've spoken to, it's, it's usually, it's usually not the kind of money that's going to keep you because it's all perspective, right? Like that's why they say that, um, you know, people that generally win like, you know, Powerball or whatever it is that they, they blow through it so quickly because the, <clears throat> the, I guess the knowledge that, that you learn, you know, over the course of, 10, 15, 20 years of actually building something foundational. Um, you, you don't get it over the course of, you know, a few years of just all of a sudden now you're $5 million richer and you've been broke all your life. Like, the, you know, there's no, there's no skill there. There's no money management skill or investing skills or anything that comes in, in terms of that. So anyways, there's, I, there's, there's, really no substitute. there's no substitute to no. it enter learning, you know, and then there's, there's, there's one more thing. I think it'd be a disservice if I don't share Mo. Please. Is that, um, you know, you have to look at how you can invest into real estate 
right? To build a long-term wealth. You know, that's my strategy to keep growing. I All I'm doing is staying broke. Uh, I'm like looking for my next deal all the time. And I just move my profits to apartment buildings. You know, I love it. And that's, that's what I do. So um, if you really want generational wealth that, that will always be there, it's not an app, you know, those are their real estate that people can, that need to live there. Uh, and I'm all about positive, li positive living is the message uh, all in our, in our real estate uh, company. Right. So uh, if, if, if there's one takeaway that anybody that's, successful or in the middle start putting the money to work and then spend the proceeds uh don't be baller on your income mm -hmm. be baller on your passive income mm -hmm. that's i i so appreciate you saying that that is my next strategy in the next phase of my life is doing exactly that because otherwise i could be the richest guy in the world i still have to work yep yep a hundred percent a hundred percent so um, that's why I'm over here. For example, most of my apartments are here in Vegas. Uh, it's a, it's a, you know, landlord friendly state. And I come in here and I, and I check on the properties and I look at new deals, spend a day or two. And then I, I take back off, you know, can you give me one free piece of advice outside of Vegas? What, what would be another? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Florida. I'm looking okay. at Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So positive migration states, um, you know, zero, zero tax states is what I look for. Yeah. I was looking at Texas. So yeah. that's good to hear. Yep. Sweet. That's Thank great. you so much, man. Um, what is the best place for people to reach you at? Like if, yeah, definitely. Uh, would it be Instagram? Is that, yeah, is that Instagram, Victor underscore eight <laughs> underscore Pena. And I have links to my YouTube channel and videos there. Um, you know, and, and uh, depending on when we release this, we'll, we'll push it out and, uh, you know the the idea is to inspire people and motivate them to push through uh and and you know i'm committed to that one of the great things about this podcast is that i'm, I'm bringing people that you can all learn from so every single guest that we get on this show you know some of you're going to connect to and if you're interested in entrepreneurship and learning about investments like you, you have an opportunity here to learn from somebody that actually walks the walk as you just said you can check them out on youtube you can check it out on instagram and and you know reach out to them study from him and maybe one day you'll be able to work with him or partner with him so victor so much man i'm so grateful that, to have you on the show go to habits of the few.com